Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Pulse of Portland. A public affairs program of KKPZ with Paul Van Sickle. Thank you for listening to KKPZ 1330 The Truth. This is the Pulse of Portland. I'm operations manager Paul Van Sickle. And coming up on Thursday, January 29th, is the next Transformational Leadership Seminar here in Portland. And this is a special seminar as it's just one day. Normally, it's a it's a three-day seminar event, but cramming it all in to one day and we're excited to have Ford Taylor coming back to the Portland metro area for this event which is going to be held uh, at the grotto in Portland and for more information I'll go ahead and give you the website now maybe you want to take a look at things while we're talking today uh, either at transformlead.com or portlandtl.com and I'm very excited to, to talk with Ford Taylor today, and I'll be also attending the seminar on the 29th. I've been here at KKPZ in Portland for a little over a year now, and that were that's where I was first introduced to transformational leadership through our association with the Christian Chamber Northwest. And uh, every time you're in town, it's talked about heavily and uh, learned so much already in just uh, learning about the principles of transformational leadership second and third hand. So excited to finally dive in. Ford Taylor is joining us today, and he is the founder of the FSH Group, which is comprised of Transformational Leadership Training, the FSH Strategy Consultant Division, and the charitable FSH Foundation. Ford, thanks so much for taking time to join us today. Well, Paul, thank you, and thank you for having me on the show. Like I said, I'm very excited to, to be able to talk with you and find out more about transformational leadership as I've continued to hear stories from uh, people that I know here in Portland, business people and uh, nonprofit people that have attended the seminars. And they say it's hard to explain. <laughs> they can't explain it to you, but it really has done just what it says, transformed the way that they are, the way they, they act in business. What is transformational leadership all about? You know, that's a great question. Uh, we've had international people, uh, even marketing gurus, uh, tell me, I'm going to come to your seminar and show you how to market this better. And we just kind of chuckle and say, hey, if you can show us, we'd love to. So it's, a, it's perfectly understandable when people say it's hard to explain. You know, a lot of people go through it and say, why do you call that leadership training? Well, if we called it anything else, probably nobody would come. <laughs> but, but it's based on the, on the premise that, you know, I've traveled a lot in my career. And, uh, you know, the first part of my career was all in business and, and traveled different parts of the world. And as I traveled then and still now traveling again, I found that, that most people in the world are pretty smart mm-hmm. and most have big hearts. Almost everybody's smart in at least one area. And many people are smart in lots of areas and they have huge hearts. And when you talk about the Christian population, that's very consistent, smart with big hearts. And so I asked the question, if, if we're smart and we have huge hearts, 
why is it that we've lost our influence? Why is it that the, the people that look so differently than what we claim we believe, why do they seem to have more influence than we do? And as I dove into it, what I realized, and, and I'm a lifetime churchgoer, and, and many Christians are, but what I realized is that we've been, we've been given what I call a lot of the theory, you know, about how to, you know, about who Jesus is and about, you know, about business and ministries and churches. But as far as actually having tools and ingredients to actually go out and do leadership, go out and do what we're supposed to do, I realize that, that people with these big brains and big hearts just don't really have the tools. They don't really have the ingredients. I, I liken it to making a cake. You know, if you're going to make a really good cake, you've got to have some ingredients and some tools and a recipe. And, and when you mix the flour and the sugar and the chocolate and the baking soda, the baking powder, you know, some of those things on their own, they don't taste very good. And others on their own taste really good. But for some reason, when you beat all that up and put it in a bowl, and then you cook it, and then you poke it, and it has a really good smell, and then you put an icing on it, and it has a really good flavor. And that's the way leadership is. You know, so, some of the things that go into leadership, they don't taste good on their own, and others taste great. And so we believe that anybody that has influence with at least one person, by that very definition, makes them a leader. And we even we believe that an organization is any time two or more people are in relationship. And so what we try to do in transformational leadership is give leaders in organizations, whether that's a family, church, uh, business, a marriage, being a parent, a sibling, to give them the tools and the ingredients and a recipe to be able to be that kind of leader, one that can make a difference and have an influence. And that really does break it down and I love that definition of leader and what leadership is and having influence over one person because that does make us all then need to uh, you know, step up our game as individuals in thinking that we're leaders because most people do not have that mindset unless they are the boss or unless they you know, have some, some kind of extra responsibility uh, in some area where someone else has defined them uh, as a leader in some way just having a different mentality and looking at it from that way to say not just in, in business but everywhere that, that we all pretty much are going to be leaders in some way, just changing that thinking puts it everything in a whole new perspective. Well, you know, that's one of the things we talk about in there. And, and Paul, what we do is we start the training off in what we call a plain glass version uh, where we give biblical tools, biblical ingredients, and a biblical recipe but we don't connect it to any of the Scripture. And so this training works for people who believe that Jesus is the Son of God and for those who don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And then by the end, we come back and we wrap all that up and show everybody where it comes from. And so, uh, you know, what I learned in business was at one point I thought I was God's gift to business, you know, and that led to a lifestyle of arrogance and, and sexual sin and all kinds of things. And, and then one day I realized, you know, I'm not God's gift of business. God gifted me in business, but one of the ways he gifted me was he gave me these tools and these ingredients, and I didn't realize it, but they work for everybody. Hmm. You know, they work for a classroom teacher. They work for a pastor. They work for a mom, a dad, a business CEO. They, they work for everybody, and that's what's so fun about being able to teach these tools uh, under that definition and these ingredients. 
that people actually can have a hard, fast, uh, it's like me telling you to go write a book, but not giving you an ink pen and a paper to write with. Uh, it's like telling you to go lead, but not giving you the ink pen and the paper mm-hmm. of how to lead and what to lead. So, but you are correct. Uh, it's, uh, it does. And, and, you know, at the very center of what we teach is that our thoughts cause our feelings, and our, fe- our feelings determine how we act or behave. And so what you said a minute ago is exactly right. Just the concept of understanding that we're all leaders is a shift in thought for a lot of people. Well, that shift in thought can change how they feel, and if that feeling changes, then our behavior changes, which, as you know, is lined up with the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Be you transformed by the renewing of the mind so that you can do the perfect, acceptable, pleasing will of God. Hmm. Talk about kind of in just your own personal story, the transition from 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 being that that business guy to to when God gave you kind of you know th- this new mission. What was that process like for you? Well, you know, our business was was highly successful. You know, on the surface, Sandra and I we were actually called the golden couple by our pastor, <laughs> uh, but on the but on the inside, I was dying. Uh, I was messed up. I was hurting. Uh, I, I was I was arrogant, and, and of course that was all based on insecurities. You know, having been sexually abused at six years old by a female school teacher, there was so much that was bound up and and and, and just corked up inside of me. I had an anger issue that. You know, I didn't really scream and yell at people, but I had a very passive-aggressive behavior, especially with my wife, not as much with other people. Uh, but all that was just bound up in there. And and it drove me, you know, to work a lot of hours to really pretty much become successful, if you will. And as I went through that, uh, I went into a time of, of, of sexual sin, of adultery, and, and, and coming out of that went into a time of actually going into it of depression to the point where I wanted to kill myself, mm. you know, and, and hit rock bottom, if you will. And in the process of growing this company, I ended up commuting from Texas to Ohio for two years. And in that commute is when all this these problems really, really culminated. And I had agreed, uh, as the company rebounded, we had hired a different person to run, our, run the big corporation so I could stay in Texas and the Ohio facility was losing more than we could make up everywhere else. And so our board asked me to go up and help, and I did. Then I stepped back in as CEO and moved to Ohio, in theory, for two years. Uh, and at the end of the first year, I went to our board chairman and, and shared I was ready to step down and, and bring somebody else back in as CEO and move back to Texas. And at that point, they had a board meeting without me and made the decision that if I didn't want to be CEO, that I didn't have a place to work. Wow. And in that process, uh, literally went into the pits. I mean, ready to kill myself. My whole identity was tied up in that corporation. It, it had become uh, the number one in our industry in America. Uh, I left there, started doing some other kind of consulting work, continued in the poor behavior. And then, thank goodness, I had a pastor and his wife of our church. And they asked me to be the spiritual gifts pastor of our mm-hmm. church, uh, which I did, which is also crazy. Uh, but in that process, we started interviewing people uh, on their gifts and helping them with theirs. And the two of them said, hey, why don't we take you through the process of this interview <laughs> that I helped, you know, I'm the one that kind of came up with all that. And in that process, God got a hold of me like he had gotten a hold of other people when I was interviewing them. 
it was interesting. I would go home from those classes beating on the steering wheel as people would get help and healing, and and I would be on the steering wheel on the way home and say, God, what about me? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he eventually answered that prayer. Uh, he got a hold of me and, and started showing me the things uh, that I had done right and the many things I had done wrong and how that was all combined and how they were how that, that bad behavior came based on the way I believed. You know, I've been taught my whole life I've got a sinful nature. Now go and don't sin. And I realized, hold it, if I'm always thinking about not sinning, what am I eventually going to do? Mm-hmm. It's like trying to lose weight. If I'm always thinking about not eating, I'm eventually going to eat because I'm always thinking about food. And started realizing that, you know, how all that culminated and started looking at the business principles. And I asked my pastor, hey, are any of these in the Bible? And he looked at it and goes, man, this stuff is good. And I said, well, where is it? He said, go find it yourself. <laughs> and so I started looking into it and showing it and teaching it to people. And it's just a culmination of a lot of mistakes uh, and some successes and put it all together into this class and, and, and try to help people with their own personal lives. To, because I, I, Paul, truly believe that, that we as the body of Christ can have influence in the world. But I don't believe we can do it unless we get influence you know, over ourselves, unless we have a personal transformation where we learn to love and forgive unconditionally each other. And that comes with, you know, with some work to be able to get there. Yeah. I believe believe we can't have that influence. It really does. Again, we're talking with Ford Taylor from Transformational Leadership, removing constraints, equipping leaders, empowering people, as he was just telling us, is his own story uh, of, of how this all all came about in his life so then he can come out now and help others. He is going to be here in Portland for a special one-day Transformational Leadership training on uh, Thursday, January 29th, it is an all-day event. Usually, it's it's three days, but it's packed into one day for the for this special event. You can find out more at portlandtl.com. That's portlandtl.com or at uh, transformlead.com, and you can actually uh, save thirty dollars off the registration when you put in the promo code KKPZ. And then Ford's also coming back. Uh, April 11th and 12th and October 8th and 9th to, to teach again. So there's going to be several several things, uh, several occasions that Ford will be here this year for transformational leadership. And Ford, tell us a little bit about the training. Um, what is it that are some of those tools that you were talking about uh, that we need that, that you're going to go through in, in detail throughout these trainings? Well, one of the things that we try to show people, and we try to make it interactive, and over a three-day period, we can make it much more interactive than we can in a one-day. Sure. Uh, but we have lots of tools now that we've not had in the past uh, to be able to give to people after the training to be able to continue on, and we've not really had those until the last few months, and so we, we believe we can do this in one day now, and we can talk more about that either on the show or at the training. Well, you know, Paul, transformation is a process, and, you know, it's not an event. It's a process of going from something to something else, and we like to think of something to something better. Hmm. And so what we, we start off showing people that there's four levels of change. You know, the first thing that we change is our knowledge. That helps change our attitude, which then changes our behavior. And if enough of us in any organization can have a change that, that pulls the rope in the same direction that can lead to the fourth level, which is an organizational slash relational slash cultural change. 
And, and if you can get 3 to 15% of any organization, so that could be the radio station, a church, a business, a home, or even a city or a country, you know, 3 to 15% can shift a whole nation. Mm. And, and then we go about teaching that, that within this change, there's nine very specific dynamics that take place. Uh, for each of us. So not only are they taking place in me and in you, they're taking place in the teams around us. And we share what those dynamics are, and then we go about giving tools and ingredients to understanding and then overcoming those dynamics. And so as people are uncomfortable going through change, almost everybody is, they, they have a tool to help with that discomfort. You know, one of the things that comes up frequently in, in life, and especially change, it's conflict. Well, we give a very specific tool on, on how to resolve conflict. It's a very simple tool. It works really well. But if everybody's in agreement that if we have a conflict, this is how we're going to resolve it, then we're all using the same language. We're on the same page. And it's simply this is how we resolve it. You know, we, we, we teach on anger, you know, what causes people to be angry, how to overcome that. Uh, you know, the the last time I was in Portland, my wife was with me, and there were a, a handful of people that happened to be at this particular session. Some had stopped by to say hello, and, you know, some of the people in Portland I work with on a regular basis, and I just asked this question out to the crowd. How many of you believe that I used to be a very angry man? And, and most people that know me have a lot of trouble believing that, but my wife raised her hand and go, <laughs> I do, I do, I do. And, and so... You know, what I try to tell people is, you know, this isn't just theory. I mean, you really can learn to be angry and not sin, and then learn to not even be angry. Uh, and, of course, then we get into what's appropriate anger, inappropriate, but little things like that. No one ever showed me actual tools of how to deal with my anger. My anger. No one actually... Um, I did learn a tool on how to deal with conflict, and, of course, now I teach that to others. Uh, but there's so many how to deal with angry people. You know, the fact that we have core beliefs, you know, what makes up communication. Uh, and so that, so there's a lot of what we teach, what, what people would call the soft side of leadership, and then we come to the hard side, uh, you know, the, of, of actual hard, fast tools of how to write a vision statement, um, things like that. So for the for the people that, that attend, and we're going to get into a second on... Uh, ask you about who, who you know who you really think should attend and who are the people attend. But for the for these business leaders, nonprofit leaders that that attend, for them to have the tools for for themselves and for then take them to their businesses and their nonprofits. Uh, you know what are the changes? What are those some of those results like when uh, after they've had this these aha moments and now I have these tools to go implement them. Well, it, one of the things I would recommend, if anybody wants to, they can go to that website that you mm-hmm. uh, talked about, and they can see some personal testimonies uh, of people, you know, who share what's happened to them. But uh, I, I guess one of the things I tell people is if I don't get emails and phone calls and responses saying that people's lives are being changed, I won't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh I've gone to lots of conferences, and, and I love conferences, but many times we go, and two weeks after we leave, we're thinking, now what? What do we do with this now? And I don't want to be doing things like that. I want to do things that actually give people. But, but the, some of the biggest comments we hear is this, that my marriage is better, uh, my relationship with my employees is better, my kids' relationships are better. Uh, we hear many, many times 
Uh, our company's making more money. We understand better now how to resolve conflicts. And through that, not just personal conflicts, but constraints in the business and the companies. You know, we have classroom teachers that we get reports back from that they'll have students that may be not doing well in any other class except their own uh, as they implement these tools in their classroom. So, you know, just feedback and literally from, you know, all the different countries we go to, it's it's pretty amazing. And, and Paul, that's what's fun for me is because, uh, you know, this isn't my stuff. I mean, this is kingdom stuff. It's it's God's way of doing it, and so I don't. There's no pressure on me on whether it's right or wrong. <laughs> uh, but you know, there's no pressure on whether people use it. Uh, we encourage them if you do use it, it'll be the outcome. You know, one of the guys that's on our team now. You know, I mentored him for about a year, and then he came to the TL, and, and then he he looked at me and he goes, "I can't believe it took me a year to come because this is the stuff you've been teaching me." And I said, "Don't worry, it takes everybody about a year." See, Paul, you're the same. Yep, way, I'm right? good. I'm good. I'm right on schedule. Right on schedule. <laughs> but then he came to the very next one we did, and he came up and he said, "Hey, would you let me teach one of the sessions?" And I said, "This is a little bit more difficult than you think," and 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 a lot of people think it looks easy. So, well, can I try? And so I let him, and he knocked it out of the park. And he mm-hmm. said, "Can I do another one?" I said, okay, and he knocked it out of the park. And I'd not seen that before from any of our trainers who who got it that quickly. But then I remembered that when he came to that next round, his wife was with him. You know, when they walked in and she hugged me, and she said, I'm not 100% sure what you did with my husband, but thank you. Mm. Well, when it was over, uh, he had done like three sessions, and I went up to him. I said, okay, help me with something. I've not seen anybody do that good that fast. What did you do after the last TL? He said, well, at the end of the TL, you told us of all these tools and ingredients, if you'll go implement these six first, it'll change your life forever. He said, my life was such a mess, I didn't have any choice. I just went and implemented them. Mm. And and that is what we do at the end. We tell people, look, we've given you a lot of information today, but we're going to break it down for you. If you'll do these right here, if you'll focus on these over the next couple of months, this will change your life forever. And so we get all kinds of different feedback. We, we've I've been in boardrooms and watched 80-plus-year-old dads, uh, founders of companies, tell their kids for the first time that they love them. Wow. Uh, you know, and it's just, you know, while the company goes from losing hundreds of thousands of dollars a month to making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, and get to see all that in the same boardroom, it's just fun. It's just it's encouraging to know that God's stuff works that well. We're talking to Ford Taylor of Transformational Leadership, uh, their website, transformlead.com. And Ford, it is because it, it's biz, it's uh, biblical principles. Uh, it, that's what I think really makes the difference in we have you know individual relational seminars that you can go to and, and workshops and things and there's uh, a plethora of different you know business seminars and workshops that you can go to but this really because it's a biblically based and the bible was meant to instruct us in all things this applies across the board at both home and business and, and i really haven't seen anything else like that out there well, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's other things like that. I, I, I'm not aware of a lot of them. I, I'm sure they are. You know, the Bible's real clear to us that none of us have all the answers. And so, you know, the fun part for me is that, you know, I do work with other organizations who do things like this. And at the end of the TLs, I promote people to go to those other things. And, mm-hmm. But I'm not aware of anything out there that does exactly what we're doing, it, it, like you said. 
Yeah, it's just a, that, you know, the, t- the transformation usually either happens at home or at business, but to have those tools to see how it works together, um, you know, that that's something that, that really is special and effective. So with this one-day um, seminar that's coming up next Thursday, January 29th, all day from 8 a.m., you know, really you can stay late all the way until the end at 10 p.m. at the Grotto in Portland that we're trying to jam-pack, you know, three days, two, three days into one who should be coming to this? Who would the ones that can benefit most from uh, coming to this training? Well, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but really everybody benefits. You know, my, the most fun part for me is when husbands and wives come together. Mm. Uh, that, that's, where, that's where the most impact is made. Uh, you know, we've had whole families come. We've had husbands, you know, come and then come back and bring their wives and their teenage kids to the next one. And so that, that's my favorite. But, you know, anywhere from CEOs to department managers to classroom teachers to government offices, uh, you know, like I say, it's, it's hard to describe, but it does work across all spheres of influence. You know, whether people are stay-at-home moms and dads or CEOs of companies are working in the courtroom or the classroom or working on the radio station in the arts entertainment or the media field. It, these tools do they they go across all those different spheres mm-hmm. and and again it's coming up on thursday january 29th starting at 8 a.m at the grotto in portland it is all day but the registration does include lunch and dinner as well as some coffee breaks and snacks the price per person for, for the one day is 199 dollars. but we do have a special promotional code for kkpz listeners when you when you go to register and check out use the code kkpz and it'll take 30 dollars off of that and you can register online at portlandtl.com Again, that's portlandtl.com. And Ford, we want to thank you so much for taking time to to join us today. I know you've been under the weather, and we'll keep you in our prayers as you uh, get ready to travel and and come and visit us out here in Portland. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure being on here, and I'm I'm glad I'm going to finally get to meet you after only a year. (laughs) I I was glad to hear that I'm right on. You know, I'm glad to hear that I'm right on and uh, schedule for most people being here and about it for a year. So that's Uh, good. That's good. You're right on schedule. Good. Well, we hope that some of our listeners as well, that even if this is the first time that that they've heard it, um, you know, don't don't be like everybody else and wait a year. (laughs) There's still still time. come really quickly, usually you're pretty happy about it, I think. That's what the evaluation show that's what we're told and what also is amazing too i've talked to you know multiple people that have been to multiple events you know there are people here in portland that obviously you know that that every time you're in town they come to the they come to this which means that they're you know still looking to learn and grow and they pick up new things every time this isn't something that um necessarily needs to be a one and done it it, like you said transformation takes time and, and these things can continue to help you learn and grow that's right, Paul. We have people, we have one CEO here, he stood up before all of his employees. He said, I make a personal commitment, I'm going to attend TL six times until I get all this stuff. And But like I say, we have some tools now that lets people actually, that they can get at the seminars, take it home with them and keep getting it that we've not had in the past. But we love the fact that people keep coming. It, it allows us to build relationships and 
hey, I've been doing it for years, and I learn something new every time, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Again, we're talking with Ford Taylor from Transformational Leadership. He's also the co-author of the book, The Hike, which you can uh, look in, in, in around it and find, which contains many of the principles that are found in the, the Transformational Leadership uh, Training and Materials. And once again, it's Thursday, January 29th, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the Grotto in Portland. Register online. Use the promo code KKPZ to save $30. And it also includes meals throughout the day and this incredible uh, teaching and tools to change um, both at home and business and throughout your life. Ford, thanks so much for joining us today. Paul, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you on the 29th. Again, it's transformlead.com or portlandtl.com. And thanks for listening to The Pulse of Portland on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. This has been The Pulse of Portland with Paul Van Sickle. Email comments, questions, and topic ideas to publicaffairs at kkpz.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.